This episode of Right at the Fork is brought to you by Zupan's Markets. Where you can find everything for the holidays, great gift ideas, and uh, of course, what you and I enjoy a lot, Court, is their, uh, their warm, prepared foods that you can just pick up and take home and make life easier, whether it be for the holiday or a Wednesday night. Yeah, we've been uh, big proponents for that, so take advantage of that this holiday season or just any night of the week. Also, don't forget, if you're looking for some private dining options, the Cellar Z is one of Portland and Lake Oswego goes hidden gems in one of the most unique private dining rooms around so visit zoopans.com find out more about booking seller z for your holiday space this uh, holiday season that's zoopans in lake oswego macadam and of course west burnside and one other spot that's zoopans.com All right, here it is. Time once again. It is Portland's Food Scene Podcast, right at the fork with your host, Chris Angelus from Portland Food Adventures. I'm co-host, Court Johnson. Hello, Court. And how are we today? Hey. I am uh, I'm, I'm well. I'm, I'm snug in a hoodie and uh, good. good. I don't have the hoodie on, but I'm snug. So that's good. And we'll venture out at some point today to do uh, a little Thanksgiving food shopping to get prepared for that. Yeah, so we're recording this. Yeah, we're recording this uh 2 days before Thanksgiving, but releasing this on Black Friday. It's a uh, it's a first for us. It's a Black Friday gift guide for 2020. Yeah, we kind of thought it wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, I have all these things that I like in my life. You know, and I've always thought, yep. "Oh, I you know, I always I often do tell people individually about, hey, you got to get one of these, or not you have to. I, I don't believe in that. I just think you want to take a look at, or this is cool. Here's why you might want this. So I have, uh, I've taken need and must out of my vocabulary as much as I can when I talk to people, because I don't like when people tell me I need to read this book. So, right. um, but at any rate, we'll touch on neat reading books on this podcast but you and i thought it would be not a terrible idea everybody's got their own things but we have some and we have this podcast and it's holiday time and why not go out there with some of the things we think people might want to consider either as gifts or even gifts to themselves uh at some point um for the holidays some of them local and some not just basic stuff that we use, technology and so forth, that um, we thought my people might want to take a look at. If you know, often we're at a loss because there's overload out there. There's consumerism overload. So here's a here's a way you can just tune into this, listen to this podcast, and do a little googling and say, "Hey, that would be nice." That's something I didn't even know about. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Because you know, I, I was looking over my list, and there are things uh, that I have used or uh, have been familiar with for some time that every now and then I'll recommend to people just when it comes up. But now, like, here's a sure shot opportunity for you and I to put in the shameless plugs for some of the things we love. Right. And we're not, these are not, we're not compensated. This is unlike a website that if you click here, 
we're going to derive anything right. from this. Although, I, a little disclaimer, we have to mention when it comes to holidays, we have to mention Zupans and Ringside right up front because, uh, it's ho- it, listen, it doesn't necessarily take holiday time or the end of the year to, um, to show some appreciation for the fact that these two incredible Portland institutions have been supporting this podcast for i think going on seven years now court easily so yeah those are so that disclaimer being said um we still believe in it that's one reason we believe in them that's one reason we're so proud to have them as sponsors because they are we have no problem endorsing ringside and zupans as places we think people should go okay and court I think you're looking for a break, not from me yet, but perhaps to insert a few little commercial messages. Yes, yeah, some uh, quick commercial messages, and then we will come back with the beginning of uh, of our gift guide 2022. Our, do we have a great name for this yet, Chris? Is it the Chris and Court Gift Guide 2022? Yeah, I think we can do that. And I was thinking before we go to the uh, just a little break here, I thought you and I have not compared our notes yet. Oh, yeah. So we're just going to be doing this. If we have one that converges, I think you need that kind of morning show bell oh, ready to go. Sure. Like, yeah. So this is a this is a super spectacular one because we're both recommending it. Yeah, we're 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 both walking into this blind, so we will find out together <laughs> right. if, if we've got duplicates. As we are most everything we yep. do, but, uh, you know, including fatherhood. We walked into oh, that yeah. blind. That's, that's life right there. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll be right back after this. Right at the Fork is brought to you by Zupan's Markets. Unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to local baked goods, fresh flowers, and an extensive craft beer selection. Step into Zupans and be inspired for your next meal. Food-loving customers as well as local chefs know that Zupans is the place to find the very best Northwest bounty in Portland. West Burnside, McAdam, and Lake Oswego. Local and family-owned for over 40 years. Zupans Markets. Ringside Steakhouse. For over 78 years now, Ringside has been providing the best in steaks and has been the home for the beacon of great hospitality in Portland. Now featuring dining in their updated dining room and al fresco in one of the nicest outdoor dining spaces in the city. Make a reservation today at ringsidesteakhouse.com and while you're there, sign up for their mailing list to be the first to find out about the exciting specials and events going on at Portland's beloved Hallmark restaurant, Ringside Steakhouse. All right, let's start right off the top here. We mentioned this earlier, but I have found one of the great places when I'm at a loss for a gift for someone, whether it be a food item or not, Zupans is a great place to go because they have lots of dinnerware and flatware and little candies and lots of little things that fill the bill, including little bags to put them in, little gift bags and and cards and so forth. So for me, it's always a good place. I'm in there often, and it's always a good place to trigger a gift idea, uh, whether it be, you know, something that's actually perishable or not. There's a lot there, and, uh, you know, there's three locations, and it's easy to go to. So that right off the top is one. And then, Court, I know you and I both, there's ringside, the Put it this way, there are gift cards to a lot of restaurants mm-hmm. in Portland. Supporting our local food scene is fantastic. But one 
in which you with which with which you can't go wrong is ringside um is to get a gift card for folks and Chris, we should point out when it comes to purchasing gift cards at Ringside Steakhouse, you can obviously go to Ringside Steakhouse and do it there, but you can also do it via their website, ringsidesteakhouse.com. They made it super easy. There's a link at the top left of the page. Right. And you can select your denomination amount too. So, you know, it's a nice thing to give people the gift of a nice night out, especially, I would say, couples with kids. Mm-hmm. Either you want to do it as a family or just date night. It's a nice thing to do. It's it's, so. it's seriously one of my favorite things, and this is probably a little bit different, but like taking somebody to Ringside Steakhouse who's never been there before or maybe hasn't been there in a while or has just never been to a really nice restaurant or a steakhouse, uh, right. you, can't go, you cannot go wrong with Ringside Steakhouse. Right. You can choose a lot of places in town, and they are great, but, you know, this is a staple. Uh, in Portland, and um, it's something that most most people would enjoy. Yep. So uh, I can't. I don't know if you can say that about a. You know, if you know someone likes a particular restaurant, of course that's great. Um, but if you're also at a loss, it's a good thing to do. Okay, let's move down the list, Court. Yeah. So we've determined that I have a few more than you have. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start with a couple of other places in Portland you might want to stop in to check out and find gift ideas as well. And one of them, one of my favorites has always been the Meadow, and they have a couple of locations. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of known for their salts, and uh, you, can, you can get all sorts of salt products, that salt blocks to cook on and so forth but they have a lot of other things like bitters and some books and you know little awesome beautiful food things and of course they generally do a nice job wrapping it for you too so any of the meadow locations in town i've always found a good spot to get a gift no matter what should we have a time limitation on these court yeah, we could i don't know just, just, just follow your heart that's the thing about gifts is like some of some of these i think are going to mean more to you to one you know whoever's giving it than 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 maybe the next one on the line but these are all great gifts i was just going to interject here chris we should point out that uh back in the early days of the podcast i should say under under 100 episodes uh, episode 91 we had mark bitterman from the meadow on the podcast it's one of these original episodes if you want to learn more about the meadow you can listen to that podcast back in our archive oh uh, we can probably do that across the board here but also the other thing i forgot to mention there oh my god they got chocolate 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 and more chocolate at the meadow and you know that satisfies a lot of that that satisfies a lot of people yep. if you're for sure. If you want to get a nice gift and very from a very ex, mostly pretty exotic. And, you know, it looks cool when you're not walking in with a Hershey's bar. Yep. So uh, and it is cool. So. Uh, all right. Second on the list. I actually checked in with our friend Tasia Bernie, who has been on the podcast as well, who operates Feeder PDX. And she's in the process of putting together a, a geneal- genealogical uh, chart of the Portland food world, you know, up, updated to 2022. It's pretty crazy. So we were talking about that this weekend, and I asked her for one or two spots that she thought would be great, and she suggested Vivian. Um, and I've always known it as a bakery, but she said there's a lot of beautiful 
uh, cookbooks there now and other books that have nothing to do with cooking, I believe. And she said that's one of her favorite places. She's way more well-read than I am, and I'm going to venture to say you are. It doesn't take much to get, well, you know, much more well-read than I am. Yeah, well, I'm, but, I'm right there with you. Yeah, okay. Not but there, for, I'm right there not with you because we're not reading. Anyway, anyway go ahead. <laughs> right. I read a little bit. I do more audio sure. books because I just can't stay up reading books. I did have – I was gifted two books in the last – uh, month by people who came on our trip to Sicily with me. They they bought they each bought me a book. I got one about the rock and roll groupies after I was talking about my days with Van Halen, mm-hmm. and then another dear friend of mine got me a wonderful book on uh, a man and his watch. Because I'll mention it later. We'll touch on it. I'm kind of into watches in a in a kind of a hobby way, not super big, but. I've been I've loved watches since I was five years old. So, um, so Vivian has nothing to do with watches, but it has to do with books. So uh, check that out, and um, I think that was a very nice recommendation. Yeah. All right. So, Cor, well, I got I've good... got some local products, but you've probably got something you want to. I do, and, and I'm actually going to segue off of your book. I'm just going to try to dovetail it here a little bit. So. I, I I believe you're familiar with him. You've probably met him uh, a few times, I would assume. Yeah, you have. Kevin Carroll, local guy, uh, known as the Catalyst, um, mm-hmm. is a uh, known I've met him, known yes. author, uh, motivational speaker. I don't know if that's the best term for him because he's so much more than that. But um, years ago, he wrote a book called Rules of the Red Rubber Ball, which I would recommend to anybody. Um, but this year, he actually put out a new book. That's de- uh, de- designated specifically for kids, and it's called A Kid's Book About Belonging, and it's part of a series called A Kid's Book About. He wrote one specifically about belonging. Um, so everybody, I think, needs a little Kevin Carroll in their life, and uh, you can go to Kevin Carroll's website, which I should uh, look up here. I had it written down, and I can't find it on my notes. Let's just assume – hey, Court, yeah. let's just assume people are – can if, we're, if we enunciate yeah. – People can Google these places. Oh, sure. That's where we are. We can leave links in um, in our show notes. Yeah. But on the other hand, I think most people, if they're interested, I was just thinking the same thing about Vivienne. Right. I'm not going to give out addresses. Yeah. But let people go find that. It is spelled V-I-V-I-E-N-N-E. Yeah. Kevin Carroll is pretty explicit. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you can miss that one. Yeah, if you do, if you do Kevin Carroll... And Catalyst with a K, that's probably the one exception. Um, he'll be the first guy that comes up, and you can see all of his stuff right there and, and purchase this great new book, which, again, if you've got some uh, nephews, some kids, grandkids in your life, um, you cannot go wrong with something from Kevin Carroll. That's great. And it's good that you mentioned that because he's not the first Kevin Carroll I've met in my life. I had a good friend named Kevin Carroll. There's a few of them. Years there's ago. a well-known uh, yeah, uh, and- actor. I think there's a rapper named Kevin Carroll. Is your friend a rapper? No, but he did some really cool things. He did. I don't think he's still doing it because this was long ago. He did uh, corporate fun events. So uh, really cool things for corporations to do for retreats. Mm. So you might find him. Let us know if you find him. I'd be curious. I haven't talked to Kevin in 20 years, but that's what I knew he did. All right. So how did that sound effect come across? Uh, uh, perfect. Perfect. I, I, <laughs> you should be on a morning show. 
<laughs> no, I shouldn't. So, um, all right. You got something else there? Are we going into my Why don't next you go into one? your next one? All right. We're, st- we're still back to our pod- people we've had on the podcast. And for no other reason that we've learned to love some of these products. But very recently, we had Ron Cormai from um, Steelport and Finex. Mm-hmm. These are two products. You, I know you and I both have Finex products and are very uh, appreciative of them. Yep. So their cast iron wear... Their cookware is fantastic, and that can be had at Zupans, I believe. You can buy that at Zupans, and you can also just Google Finex cookware and go buy it directly from their warehouse. They were, they're a company that was developed in Portland and then sold to Lodge, um, and so, but they're still, if you listen to the podcast and you should, if you haven't already, you will see that one of the stipulations Ron had is that everything remained Portland based for Finex. So while it still is not owned in Portland, it is operated from Portland and has Portland deep Portland roots there too. So secondarily, I just mentioned Steelport knives. Now we've had both Ron and Aton. Zayas on the podcast, who's his partner mm-hmm. in Steelport, and he has the Aton has the Portland Knife House. They have developed what uh, arguably are some of the are the finest knives produced in America and maybe even the world, and they're right here in Portland. It's you can look that one up at Steelport. I think Steelport.com. They don't. It's not PDX, if I recall. But still, look up Steelport, Google Steelport Portland. They have beautifully made knives that are, that are um, just banged out right here in Portland. And there's all sorts of cool uh, Portland things that go into them. They are beautifully made, better than any Japanese knife. And they just came out with a whole... Um, uh, it's not a kit. What would we it's call like a it? Block. It's, it's like a the, big block of... Like, right, but the, you can buy the whole thing. Yeah. So you get the butcher block and I believe four or five knives. Yeah, it's beautiful. And the butcher block is so cool. That's on my list. If anybody loves me enough, <laughs> and I don't think anybody does, I want that butcher block and I also want at least one of those knives. I don't need, yeah, you know, they'd look cool, but I don't, you know, I'm at a point in my life where there is definite need versus want. I've tried to define that a lot and I don't need any of that. But boy, those knives are just beautiful, and they make a great gift. They're not inexpensive, um, but if you have someone who we assume that we have listeners who have loved ones who love to cook, this would be the ultimate gift is a steel port knife for uh, someone. And I, I, I would suggest anybody take a look, even if they're not buying a gift. It's, they're all pretty cool. So... Those are some local products. I've got a couple of others, but let's let's go to you, Court. Yeah, this is a, it, it is local, um, but not necessarily the the products aren't locally made. But this is one of my favorite places in Portland. If you're familiar with Mississippi Avenue, there's a great vintage guitar shop called Black Book Guitars. You familiar with this, Chris? Uh, no. no. This this is like the coolest music store in Portland. They specialize in restoring and the resale of vintage vintage instruments and amps. Do yourself a favor, follow them on Instagram, and you'll just kind of see the type of stuff they have coming through. Some of which um, has some 
national acclaim. I know at one point they had a Kurt Cobain uh, used guitar that came through, um, but they uh, they often are the place where touring musicians will go to when they have free time or if they're in the need of help. Um, I've got it on uh, good good um, good word that like members of well former members the band's not together anymore. Uh, REM will often stop in at black book, uh, book, uh, black book guitars and kind of see what they've got. So, um, it's a, it's an interesting place and they're big on. So for example, um, this happened to me, we were cleaning out a uh, family member's house who had passed away and he had this old fender amp. And I was actually able to send a couple of pictures to uh, black book guitars owner, Nate. And he kind of told me what the, rough value of it might be if it was considered vintage or not. But then he also gave me some super great, great advice. If you're finding these old instruments and and amplifiers and whatnot is to not do what you want to do, which is grab a shop vac and clean them off immediately. He says, oftentimes that, uh, that cleaning that a non-professional does will destroy or make it harder to restore those instruments anyway. Um, but uh, they specialize in these great vintage uh, amps. So if you've got somebody that's a music lover, Black Book Guitars on Mississippi Avenue is a place to check out. You know, it's funny. Just I'm going to throw a, you. You triggered two different thoughts for me. One was I stayed in a hotel in Spain where they had a Marshall Bluetooth speaker, mm. and it sounded so good. My only issue with it is it was sort of large, so to get a Bluetooth speaker that you can travel with, right? But there you go. Look those up, man. <laughs> that thing sounded great. So uh, there's a lot of Bluetooth things yeah. out there. Am I interrupting you because nope. I'm going to segue to another Bluetooth nope, I, 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 thing that was further down my list i was done I'm still not out of portland yet i got a couple of things but i want to just say as long as i'm thinking of it I, I don't know about you court but have you been all over the place trying to find the perfect earbuds or beer, earbuds that you like they don't have to be perfect but that connect and are comfortable and don't every time you touch them stop the song right do you have the? i i have had that problem i've tried some of the expensive ones the samsung and others um Korea Funk, which it was a brand I started to like mm-hmm. and had a couple of problems with along the way. But I ended up going on Amazon and finding some Chinese earbuds that are absolutely far and away for the money, the best I've ever had. They connect the second I put them in my ears and they sound great. And they, the battery lasts for a long, long time. And they've even got a little meter on the, on the cover, on the case that tells you how much battery I've left. They are, and I looked them up to see if they're still around. They're called Tagry, T-A-G-R-Y. Hmm. And they're cheap. They're like 35 bucks for earbuds, and they are absolutely, you know, the frustration of trying to connect with things, Bluetooth or, right. or Wi-Fi. I mean, they connect every time without a problem. The frustration so, of being able to connect, and then also, you know, if, uh, for a lot of people, they, they hesitate to purchase the more expensive uh, kind because they have a tendency to lose their, their earbuds. So spending 35 well, bucks on a, on a good pair of earbuds is great. I like that. I can get multiple pairs. And the other thing is the Samsung, not the Samsung, I had the Google. I had both. But the last ones I had were the Google earbuds, and they sounded okay. But every time you reach in to touch them, that stops the song. Yeah. So these have a nice little stem, as I guess Apple earbuds do, or whatever they call those. I'm not an Apple person. But they have a nice little stem that you can grab, and that doesn't happen. Called AirPods, um, Chris. AirPods. AirPods. Yeah. Thank, thank mm-hmm. you. I was, I was about You're there. Close. 
So I just don't bother because those are really expensive, I think, too. Yeah. Oh, they are. And those are things, little earbuds. Headphones are different. You're not going to lose those. Mm-hmm. But earbuds, man, just take them out and you, you mean to put them back, but they end up on a table. Sure. All right. I'm going to go back and then you can cut in when you're ready with your next because you're champing at the bit. By the way, you do know that it's champing at the bit, not chomping at the bit. I said I'm learning something new. There you go. If no, if if anybody listening gets nothing else out of this, look it up. It's champing at the bit. So if you're champing at the bit to get in with your next one, you just cut in and let me know. All right. But I have one, um, which is uh, you know everybody knows we love our dogs. I love the cycle dog leashes and collars and the little portable dog bowl. They're made out of uh, recycled. Uh, tires or inner tubes from bike tires that's why they're called cycle dog and they have the coolest uh like the collars have the coolest uh connectors that are kind of like seat belts and they their customer service was so good when i told them um i needed to unfortunately buy the less attractive plastic ones because the steel ones were rusting because my dog spent so much time in the ocean they sent me prototypical the prototype for aluminum ones oh so that's what i call customer service they are based in portland they're a portland company and uh i've bought a few of their because talk about losing things i've lost a leash or two along the way not a collar thankfully but um I think they're great, and their variety, you're going to find one you like for your dog, for sure, because they have a lot of really cool designs. And and all the designs for those out there, they all have uh, all the collars, and the leashes have a um, bottle opener as well. So, you know, if you're going to have a beer with your dog, you got that going on. Sure. Too. Or even a Coke. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, there you go. Whatever, whatever so, you need to open. Yeah, so I really love their products, and they've they've been great. So that's Cycle Dog. And then, uh, what is this other one? Go ahead, Court, while I try to read my handwriting here. Yeah, so uh, mine is actually uh, dog adjacent, and and this is actually, I think, you're going to be able to speak upon a little bit. So um, here's the setup. Back in uh, probably late 2018, early 2019, uh, we had reached a point with our uh, beloved Beagle Basset Hound Roscoe that we knew that uh, you know he was getting on in years. He had some medical issues, and we were looking for a way to kind of honor him and kind of think about him often. And so um, I wanted to have a portrait made of our dog Roscoe. So I sought out a local artist and came upon a woman by the name oh. of Brooke Walker Noblich. Um, her website is brookpaints.com, and we commissioned a painting of Roscoe that is just the most awesome thing that uh, we have hanging up on our wall. Um, she's super talented, classically trained. In fact, if you go to her bio at, on our website, you'll see that she spent time in Florence and spent time in Paris, and she's uh, uh, she, there's really no uh, like type of, of uh, painting that she can't really do really well, portraits, landscapes. Um, still art, all this great stuff and uh, s- super great person out in Southeast Portland. So anyway, uh, we commissioned that for Roscoe and then for you, Chris, you are a recipient of a, uh, a Brook painting as well of Oakley. It goes further than that court. And again, thank you. I have a beautiful painting of my beloved Oakley hanging in my house. Thanks to you. I appreciate it. Um, 
And that was so nice that my girlfriend fell in love with it, and she contacted Brooke, and she has taken... I don't know if Brooke does this for everybody, or or Renee just... She took to Renee, but she gave Renee a painting class oh. or, or two. Renee's gone to visit her, and I have a painting of Renee's hanging on my wall wow. as a result of that visit. So how that was? See, there's where we need the chime, yeah. right? The ding, 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 something like that. Yeah, no, it, it. I, I believe, I, I believe, and I don't know if she's been doing them for a while, but Brooke is. You know, she's been doing some online classes. I think she's been doing some in-person classes. She's done. She's had some gallery exhibits here in Portland. I think uh, down in Sacramento, where she she lived for some time. But um, I mean, having some. She was. She, I'm trying to think if she was the first person. I think she was that I had where I had, did commissioned art um, and couldn't have been more happy with it. But, you know, obviously if you're talking gifts for the holidays, 2022, I don't think Brooke will be able to turn things around in terms of a commission, but she does sell things via her website. Um, and, uh, to me, she, uh, just this, this awesome artist, I'm using the word, uh, that lives here in Portland, um, that, uh, I'm so happy to support. You know, I'm going to mention this too. I have a dear friend who I mentioned earlier got me this book who came to uh, Sicily with me. She's not local, but she does beautiful dog paint, dog drawings too. I have, I have, I have two of them. That's right. Three, I those, yeah. actually. Yeah. So um, her name is Trish Nelson. And if you go and look on the web, Trish Nelson artist, you'll find her. I think you can find her on Instagram under that too. Not to take away from Brooke, but I just found it that compelled to mention Trish too because she's done some beautiful things for me and she's a friend. Yeah. And uh, she's, it's not her main line of business either. She does it kind of as a – she it it will be, but um, – yeah, she's an artist and she's she's great. So, uh and it makes me think everything you mentioned makes me think of more things, but right. there's a local uh potter in Portland called Chayo, C H A Y O. And I got a couple of her coffee mugs down at the Hoffman Center for the Arts in Manzanita and then commissioned her to do a couple of plates for me. And there you go. Look up Chayo Ceramics Portland. She's does some wonderful work too. Isn't this great? How we're just building as we go. Yeah. Here. I hope you're I writing these down, down, Chris, because we're going to put all this stuff. Well, in this our notes. is way better than thinking of it after the fact and going, God, ah, shit, I didn't mention that. Yep. So there will be those. I know. Oh, for sure. And uh, so speaking of, you know what I couldn't read before? What's that? My own handwriting mm. was well the last of my local things. I think you know you never know where we're going with this, but is. Um, Shameful self-promotion here. Portland Food Adventures. No. Um, we did have somebody buy their sister a trip to, um, where was it? Well, they gave them a $2,000 credit and ended up going on the river with us um, okay. last year. That was fantastic. But, of course, they can be used for any trip that we do in the future. We have two available right now. We have a couple of spots left to our spring 
trip to Basque Country with Javier and JL Canteras and also Andre. If anybody's ever been to Urdaneta, they'll know Andre there. Um, that's in late April, and that'll be the third time we've done that specific trip to Bilbao, Bermeo, a few places in the mountains, and also San Sebastian, which everybody knows is pretty much arguably the best food city in the world so we have a spot or two to that and we're just this week court as i'm speaking about to finish putting our sicily trip eastern sicily for 2023 late september i think the 29th through early october uh sicily with with our our dear friend Austria Ensign, and um, if you look at the bio on her on portlandfoodadventures.com under the Sicily trip, um, you'll see how wonderful it is and how fortunate we are to be able to go with her. We just did Western Sicily a couple of uh, months ago, and that was fantastic. We've done an Eastern Sicily trip before, and we have tweaked it to make it even better, uh, and that would include the cities of Catania, Termina, Noto, Ragusa, Modica, and Ortigia, which is the island on Syracuse. I was just watching The Godfather last night. So there you go. And uh, I was going to say, Court, are you watching The White Lotus? I was actually, I, that was gonna, I was going to bring this up because uh, Randy, my wife, and I have been watching it. And now I really, 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 really want to go to Sicily. So my question was going to be, I believe White Lotus supposedly takes place in Western Sicily, but maybe it's Eastern Sicily or maybe no, they're, maybe they're it, going all over the place. It's ter- it's no, 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 no. This is all in Termina. Although they say they're going to Palermo, and then the last episode they went to Noto to that villa. Yeah, but that is not the Noto that we're going to see. We're going to see the you know the ta- this beautiful, beautiful village with the old duomos and the and uh, Cafe Cecilia. If you've ever if you've watched uh, Chef's Table mm-hmm. on Netflix, you'll see the episode there with uh, about Cafe Cecilia. It's great. We're going to go there. But no, Termina. So I actually looked into the hotel where they're staying, it's which four, is the Four, four seasons, seasons. Yeah. At the White Lotus. And we would love to do that. But that thing is jacked up to 1300 bucks a night yeah. now. So, um, But we have, I think, I have not been to the Four Seasons to be able to say this. But there are gorgeous, incredible hotels in Terramina. The last one we stayed at was at, down on the water. Um, and I would say the setting was incredible. And we've considered that for the next trip because there's this elevator you go down in the rocks and walk through and get to this beautiful scene, you know, walking out to the, the sea. Um, and we're, we've considered that, but we're staying at one a little higher up, which is what they've taken a little creative license, I believe, with the Four Seasons on White Lotus because that's a little higher up in the city, but they also happen to be down on the bottom. It's perfectly uh reasonable to assume they might have like a little beach club situation as well where you're both in both places sure but at any rate we're at a beautiful hotel there um i don't really like to talk to hotels too much in specifics because once in a while they change and that's the thing with all of our trips things change gotta make adjustments Uh, but they're all wonderful and usually we're tweaking them for the better as we go we're finding better opportunities so um but at any rate so that's Terramina, and ortigia is one of the most beautiful places in 
the world and we take a little sailboat lunch cruise out there and you go swimming in the in the sea as well so anyway wow that was you get me going on that no and i guess yeah, this is good i can keep going this is good but and, that's uh, listen a gift for yourself too <laughs> yeah. if you just want to get one for you and your significant other or yourself that's cool too or as i said i'll field any phone calls for any value towards a a future trip and if it turns out that the person can't necessarily go that unlike the trips but that i can make refundable uh at some point too because if, sure. if, if you're you know that's like buying a dog for someone who says nah i can't do this so um but the trips themselves we have definite room to sicily right now and uh, we'd love to start filling that up we have uh, i have five people who verbally told me because it's not i didn't have a price on it yet until this week that they're going so let's see if that actually happens but even so, we're going to take a small group, maximum, I think, 10 on that trip. And uh, so there you go. That's a Portland-based thing, and it's really cool. And best of all, what I love about signing up for our trips is it's something to look forward to for quite a, quite a bit. So you get through this kind of gloomy winter thinking, oh, we're going to be in Sicily yep. in the sun. It makes in, a difference. In October. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Chris, that's a... All right. That, sorry. No, it's good. I, I, I was going to say, I think that's a perfect place for us to take a brief pause, talk about ringside, and then come back with the uh, rest of our uh, our list. Sure. Hey, Chris, we are going to pause a moment and talk about one of our favorite places to eat in Portland, a Portland institution. It's Ringside Steakhouse. Yeah, I think over 78 holiday seasons is what Ringside has has given to the city and those visiting as well. And uh, there's no secret that Ringside offers service that goes back to those times when service was re- was a real thing and everybody had it figured out. So that's one of the reasons that you and I both love Ringside and so many other people do as well. What what people may not be aware of is they have some a beautiful private dining space. So whether uh, it's for the holidays or even thereafter, company parties in January to celebrate uh, a successful year. Or maybe to look forward to what will be a successful year. Uh, but two private dining spaces at Ringside to enjoy and uh, inquire about. Yeah, so whether you're looking for that, uh, you know, the intimate uh, space to have, uh, uh, you know, a little get together with friends, family, uh, coworkers, you can do that at Ringside Steakhouse, or you know, just for a night out on the town uh, during the holidays, it can't be beat stopping by Ringside. Uh, we should point out that there are some holiday hours that uh, where it's going to close down, but there's very few of those. I would recommend. Uh, be- Coming familiar with ringsidesteakhouse.com. All the hours of operation are listed there, the days you need to, to worry about. And we should point out, you can go to Ringside Steakhouse and purchase gift cards and uh, you know give those to your loved ones this holiday season. That's right. Give them to anybody. But so you can do that at ringside dot, ringsidesteakhouse.com. You can, or you can drop in and pick one up while you're having a great meal. That's right. And if you're looking to make those reservations, you can do that at the website or just open up the Open Table app. All right, Court. Now we're getting into the non Portland stuff, which, you know. There's stuff outside of Portland. There's life outside of Portland. Mm-hmm. But these are, I don't know about for you, but these are products that I love. You know, you find things that you love that you've 
had experience with over a period of time and you know they're consistent and you know the customer service is great so uh, and, and the products are great. So I have traveled now with quite a few Peak Design products and I would guess that there are listeners out there who are just nodding their heads and no. But uh, Peak Design, do you know of Peak Design Court? No, I'm not familiar. Well, see, there you go. You never know. So Peak Design was developed as for camera and th- for f- uh, photography years ago with these incredible clips and straps and so forth. They really thought about it. And then they slowly got into messenger uh, camera bags and messenger bags. And then they made their way to what they call the everyday backpack. I now have two of those. And I have the 20 liter and the 30 liter. And I only have the 30 liter because I just traveled with the 20 to Spain for a month along with another bag. And I just thought, boy, if I had just had 10 more liters, I'd be happy. So I came back and I bought used on their Peak Design has a used marketplace. I bought a uh, the 30 liter, and I'm probably going to sell the 20 now. Don't tell Renee. She bought that as a gift, but I just kind of needed the larger one. I won't say I may a word. keep both. But they're so well thought out and so well constructed, and they have the coolest latch to get into the backpack and like five different ways to get into it and still hold it on your shoulder, and really well made. Um, and I've traveled quite a bit with them and um and love it so um there's that but on top of that i've got and i've recommended their packing cubes to other people who love those you can put so much stuff in the packing cubes and then stuff them in the backpack uh, and they also have other travel luggage now which they've developed and they keep going it's great but uh, the packing cubes are spectacular and they even have a little laundry slot in the back too. keep your laundry away from your clean clothes those are fantastic but there's one other product that i'm gonna swear by here because i really love it it's not that inexpensive but they make them for all the current flagship phones so iphones all the samsung phones right down to the 20s i think so they got 20 21 22 they got the google phones which is what i have they have these cases that are really nice uh, material, which, which are kind of the same material that's on the, on the backpack that I was just mentioning. And they have the MagSafe too. And if you go and look at Peak Design and look for the mobile tripod, and unlike my old sales manager who spelled mobile M-O-B-I-L, it's with an E, mobile tripod. This is years ago. That was years ago. Um, it is a little thing that hooks on the back and it makes your phone, you can just put your phone while you're having your coffee in front of you. And it's a little stand, but it's a really cool stand because you not only use it just to have your phone and type on it and look, do things with it, but it's an awesome tripod. I've started taking, I don't know if you've seen any of them, Court, the, the time lapses for 10 minutes where you place the phone down and yep. watch the sunset yep. go down. I've, I've tried to do those. Oh, man. I've tried to do those by myself, just like leaning my phone up against something. And there's typically a slow, like uh, gradual <laughs> falling of the phone. So this product well, fixes all of that. Right. Well, not only that, you can't stand and not shake a little bit for 10 minutes, especially when you're doing the time lapse. It picks everything up. Yeah. This is just, I think it's 70 or $80, the actual 
the I think the cases are thirty nine and the mobile tripod is seventy or eighty, but it is so useful. I love it. I love having it. And if you're going to spend a thousand bucks on a phone, it's a useful thing. I do know that they're running. Depending on when people are listening to this. They're running a Black Friday sale, I think, through this Sunday, and things are less expensive. So um, anyway, they have some other products, but that's one. Peak Design, one of the best in the business. And I will say this, I, uh, I was in uh, uh, Sicily with, I mentioned Austria before, and uh, we ended up, we were sharing a hotel room, and I pulled out my Peak Design uh, bathroom kit. I don't know what they call it, bathroom bag, or they don't call it toilet. I know that. Um, and she pulled out her white one. So we had a black and a white one right next to each other, and she swore by it too. So they have, they have ladies' and men's uh, styles and colors. So, all right, there's that. Go ahead, Court. You're next. I want to stop hearing my voice for a minute. Yeah, yeah. So um, um, this is actually, I guess you could could call this, Chris, Portland adjacent because it's not in Portland. It's out in Aurora, which is, you know, out uh, heading towards Salem. Oh, that counts. Yeah. And if you've never been to Aurora, it's just, it's really cool. A lot of uh, antique shops and whatnot. But there's a place there called Pacific Hazelnuts. They deal with exactly that hazelnuts because i don't know about you chris for the past five or six years i find it have found it harder and harder to find hazelnuts in their shell and the reason why that's important to me is that's the way my mother likes them and uh i was able to find them what your mother likes that's what my mother likes she likes she likes the raw hazelnuts in their shell and it became harder and harder to find those but pacific hazelnut in aurora uh they not only have just you know um hazelnuts there but they do candy and you can walk in there it's the candy factory there's a little shop um pacifichazelnuts.com is their website so if you find yourself in aurora make your way down the road i think it's uh 99e uh to pacific hazelnuts and uh, enjoy yourself well that's interesting while you're mentioning that i'm looking up the place in new mexico i can't think of the name that's that we originally bought pistachio in, w- in which we originally bought pistachios mm-hmm. years ago I will look that up as as you're doing your next one and come back to that because my sons have been ordering those for gifts for us ever since I took them when they were young guys, yeah. like 9 and 12, and now they're in their 30s and they're still buying them. So well, and, uh, and when, and I, when, it's just my memory. I should know the name yeah, of it. But. But, and what's great about that is it, is it kind of fits into kind of what my issue had been, which is when we first moved to Oregon 11, almost 12 years ago, like I could find hazelnuts for my mom pretty easily, but the roadside stands kind of disappeared. And so I struggled for a while, but I was able to find this great place in Aurora. And that's probably where I'm going to go to moving forward just because it was so easy and, and convenient. Yeah. Where is exactly where, how far down is Aurora? So Aurora is, oh man, it's, it's obviously it's past will. It's just past Wilsonville, like and Woodburn. It's like a little bit past Woodburn. Oh, okay. On that side of the river. Yeah. Or on the other side of the river, yeah. on the east or west side of the river. I believe it's on the. I want to say east side of the river, but the the okay. Willamette the Willamette does some weird things out there. But I think by that point it's cut towards McMinnville, um, so it's not out towards Aurora. But um, I'm probably completely wrong. I don't know my geography that well out there. But um, you know, it's if you haven't been to Aurora and gone Go. to their their antique uh, shops and stuff down there, it's it's very old timey and it's great. 
Yeah, it's a good day trip. I'm always looking for great, great day trips, so that's good. And meanwhile, I found our pistachios. All right. It's called Heart of the Desert Pistachios, and they come in all sorts of flavors. And, oh, my God, are they good. And, um, yeah, they're addictive. So in the shells or not in the shells, however you want them. Nice. And uh, we've been ordering from there since, believe it or not, uh, so it's 2022. So yeah, for at least 20 years. Uh, I haven't been ordering, but my kids have been ordering since. So that's cool when you can take a cross-country trip. And the baseball parks didn't necessarily sink in as much as going to the pistachio place right. in New Mexico. So that's cool. Yeah. So, um, you know, we could do this all day. What call, Let's call this Chris and Court's uh, memories are triggered. There we go. And, and go go from there because uh, well I'm I'm glad I thought of those because those are cool things and that's what we're trying to do here is just impart things we would endorse as wonderful sure and by the way a legal disclaimer we don't take responsibility for anything so if you choke on a uh, pistachio shell that's, not our problem it's on you yeah there we go yeah there you go it's on you CYA right there. All right, I got another product that I think this is a new one, and it was a Kickstarter thing. I didn't get it on Kickstarter. I bought it after the Kickstarter, but I noted it while it was a Kickstarter thing. And it's you got to get to know it a little bit, and you got to have an imagination. But it's a little thing called a tidbit, T-I-D-B-Y-T. And I ended up buying it because I canceled cable, so I no longer had my cable box. Um on you know right below my television so i couldn't see the time anymore there and i'm a guy with like a lot of watches and clocks all over the place but i needed one right there and i was looking because one might imagine if someone's into time telling implements they kind of want to have the right one there i didn't want to just get a ten dollar timex and put it down there so i remembered oh there was that thing called the tidbit bit and you can program any look of clock on there that you want and so i looked into it i never really paid much attention to it when it was on kickstarter and i bought one it was a i will say it was 180 dollars for this thing and now i just looked this morning they have 10 dollars off for a little bit for a holiday sale but what you can put on there it's lo-fi so it's very pixelated little box that i would say i'm looking at it right now is i'm I don't know these dimensions exactly, but I'm looking at it. It's probably four by seven, five by seven. And right now I can see I programmed in the timer thing, which is it says my Sicily trip is in. Oh, it just went away. Uh, So nine months and X days. Now is the moon phase says waning crescent. The next thing is a three day weather forecast tuesday wednesday thursday i can see the clouds i can see the sun i can see the temperatures for exactly where i am then there's a a, a, a one design of clock right now that tells us it's ten fifty five, which means we've been yapping for quite a while and it also says it's 51 degrees here and it's 95 uh, percent humidity because it's raining and i'm going through it now there's the latest picture from the web telescope just flashing before me and you can set this to go any speed that you want and there are all sorts of apps that's why i have these i picked these apps now there's a photograph of my car on the beach 
and you can put these all in and determine what you want on your tidbit. Initially, I just wanted to have a clock, but there's all these other things on there, and I just think it's the coolest thing. Anybody who's seen it, who's visited, thinks, well, I don't know about any, but I don't have a lot of visitors. So, yes, most of the people who've seen it love it. Right now, I'm looking at 7.25 a.m. sunset tomorrow, 4.38 p.m. I'm sorry, that was sunrise, 4.38 p.m. sunset. My Spain trip is in exactly five months and one day, so I see that every day. And then uh, also I have on there um, exchange rates. So as we're going to Europe, I know what the exchange rate is trending to be. And also I'm going to Canada in January. I'm going to know that too. There's a day-night clock representing where daylight is in the U.S., and the last one I'll mention, because there's a lot of things on here. I'm just having fun with it. Oh, there's Manzanita Tides. I, I like to know the tides when I walk my dog. But the last one is there's a little cocktail glass, and it says it's 5 o'clock, and it tells you where in the world it might be 5 o'clock right now. And it's kind of a fun thing to have that perspective to know, oh, in uh, Japan, it's 5 o'clock right now. So... Uh, does that entice you enough to want to look, Cord? Are you looking right now? I looked now? at it. I did, I, uh, as soon as you started talking about the, well, I think when you described it as the display as being lo-fi, I think that's the, yes. uh, I thought, what do you, and, and sure enough, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's not high res. It's not supposed to be high res. It's supposed to have kind of that, um, pixelated look to it. And it looks really cool. Uh, I'm looking at yeah. the different options. So tidbit with a Y, T-I-D-B-Y-T. Right. And it's, it's, uh, I got pitchers and catchers report in two months and 21 days for baseball fans. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's in a nice, uh, I don't know what kind of wood, but a really nice wood case. I mean, it's a wood box with this, uh, display yeah. in front of it. There's a picture of Renee and me in front of the ocean, but it's very low. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty pixelated, Excellent. but still from a distance, you know, it's the two of yeah, us. It's cool. And it's, it, jars up a nice thought when i see it so cool that's it tidbit it's really cool it's something the cool thing about that is if you want to get it for someone for a gift it's probably something they're not aware of so uh that it would be kind of fun they're probably going to look at it and go what the hell's this but it's not until you get into the apps and see all the things that are available that grow weekly you can put sports scores on there too which i saw is kind of a it's not a good thing if you're watching if you're recording something and watching it either in a half hour delay or the next day because you're going to see the score all along but Anyway, it's a cool thing. Tidbit. Yeah, and I would, I would, that, this will be my last thing that I would say about it is if, if you possibly have one of those, um, the Amazon Echo shows, which is kind of a little, it's basically a display screen that does a lot of the things you just talked about, Chris, but you don't want to have a camera and you don't want something spying on you that's right it's a little bit intrusive this might be the perfect way to go because it's uh this is really cool yeah it's kind of the way they sell it on their website is you don't have to keep picking up your phone to see this information and it's there for you and i love the just you can they have like 10 styles of clocks and they will have more but i like that too and it's it's pretty cool anyway yeah see for yourself it's pretty cool i will say 
that I've seen on the Facebook groups, a lot of people chiming in and saying, why would I want to spend that for a, a clock? I can get what you were just talking about with much better resolution. resolution. It's a totally different vibe. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like high-tech information that you want in a low-tech way without, you know, we look at a lot of high technology. This is kind of cool. Yep. It's a throwback. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, uh, this is an awkward segue because, I, you know, you're talking about a really cool clock, uh, multifunction device. I'm going to talk about candy. I talked about nuts earlier. I got to talk about candy. Um, and I think I think I have given you some of these caramels in the past. So the setup here is back in the day when I first got into radio, my very first boss, his wife, Agnes, um, who is Polish, um, it was like the, the world's best gourmet chef, gourmet baker and gourmet candy maker. She used to make this almond nougat and bring it into the radio station and we'd all fight over it. Um, uh, eventually she got to the point where people were requesting it all the time. She started expanding into caramels and they started a business called Avenue Sweets. It's uh, based out of Salt Lake city. Um, and it got so successful because I can't remember if it ended up on, Oprah's list of favorite things or something to do with Martha Stewart. But one of those two featured it in their magazine and it went crazy for them. And so, well, yeah, well, yeah, either of those, by the way, you mentioned, this is our Oprah thing, our Oprah show. Favorite things. Yeah. So um, anyway, so Avenue Suites, uh, like I said, it took off to the point where my boss said, see you later radio. And he left radio uh, 15 years ago and hasn't looked back. So every year I order uh, little custom boxes that they'll put together. They, They think through everything, not just the the quality of the ingredients and the caramels and the nougats that you're getting, but just to the packaging. So if you're looking for something for family and friends, if maybe you're a a business owner and you're looking for like corporate gifts, um, they can do all this stuff in mass quantity, small quantity. It's all really great. So avenuesweets.com is the website. Cool. That keeps us, uh, that keeps us in the sugar. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and and and, um, and again, they they they're really specializing in caramel now. They've got so many varieties of caramel, but for me, it was all about the nougat. Like the nougat is so good. Anyway, all right, I do remember you gave those to me. Thank yeah. you again. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it for the the loving thought. Sure. Listen to all the things that you've gotten for me. They've, they've all they've shown up in this show. It's true. Besides the the gift of friendship, there. well, that's too. the most important, Chris. Right, we can't help people. That there. was, in fact, the last thing on my so, list. But I'll just go ahead and cross that off. Right. <laughs> well, we can help solidify friendships. You know, getting getting a friend a gift out of the blue, even not at the ho- at holiday time, is probably the best yeah. thing. But uh, at any rate, all right. So on to uh, a couple of things um, that uh, people probably know about already, but I love and I uh, have made a big difference in my life. Since speaking of gifts, my girlfriend bestowed both of these things on me when I was unaware three years ago. So I assume that some people are aware and some people are unaware. I'd certainly heard of Sonos in my life, but I never really understood. I just thought they were speakers. But no, I got speakers in different rooms in my life. And when I put on music uh, through Spotify... It plays all over the house, and uh, that same music when I go out in my car is then reverts to Bluetooth and plays in my car. But at any rate, the Sonos speakers sound unbelievable for me. You know, I know there's probably 
audiophiles out there will say, well, they're not that great. Oh, my God. How good do they need to be? This is incredible. And I, I set up my play base. So I went out and bought an old unit because I was too cheap to get a the um, the subwoofer that they have, which was $800. And I bought a what used to be 800 bucks, but they discontinued it. I bought a Playbase for 400 on brand new one. And uh, my old TV just couldn't hook up to it. I finally bought a TV that hooks up to it. My viewing experience is fantastic now. So I know that 90, 80% of the people listening probably have their own uh, you know, home audio experience, and that's great. I'm just going to say I love having – I have a Playbase. I have four ones, and I think that's it. That's kind of all I need. And I know that the audio files will t- tell you I need more. No, they sound great. And um, I just – my only problem with it is the um, – the app is a little quirky, and almost every day I have to rehook it up, and that's a matter of two clicks. But um, but I just love the sound of it, and I love the fact that I can listen to music anywhere and turn it on from anywhere and have it just in my bedroom else, or uh, have it in the living room or even the bathroom. I have it in there, and I crank it when I'm in. Do people want to even have this vision of me in the shower listening to my sonos? I'm having one right now. All right. Mm. Stay with yeah. us, please. All right, you got one. I got, I'm going to come back to another fairly common one. Too. Yeah, I've got, I've got one um, that is uh, very much. People may have heard of this, but never, you know, unless they've they've purchased it, they don't really know what they're missing out on. But uh, are you familiar with Bombas socks? B O M B A S. Yes, I've seen. I see them all the time because I'm always. I don't know. True. I probably click yeah. on the things that get me to bomb yeah, yeah. that get Bombas following. These me. are truly the best socks ever. I've I've uh, I converted over to Bombas about a year and a half ago, and that's basically become the go to gift for my daughters and I over the past or the, them to me and or my and Randy, my wife. Um, even though here's the thing with Bombas, they don't wear out the way other socks do, and in fact, they have the, a warranty in them that if they wear out in a non traditional way, they'll replace them. Um, oh, but they're just, they're, that's they're good. awesome. If you're into the no show socks, those are the socks that are super trendy right now that you wear that you don't see that hide down below your shoes. So you have the no sock look going on, right? They have little grippers on them. Cause I, th- that was been my biggest problem is buying those and then having my socks actually slip off. Uh, not with, yeah. not with Bombas, but they, they do that thing. You, other companies have done this. So they're, they're not for the first to do this, but pretty much with every sock purchase that you buy, they donate a bunch to local shelters around the United States. And I've heard from friends. I can't remember why Bombas came up in some sort of me, uh, social media post, but I've heard from friends who work with, um, you know, like street rescue type processes, people who are out on the streets that come in with Bombas. They see firsthand how great these socks are for the people that are they're getting the, the you know, the donated items. So Bombas, if you're thinking about some uh, some nice socks and you're going to pay for them, they're not they're not the cheapest socks around, but they uh, will definitely be some of the best. Well. If they have lifetime warranties, then they definitely worth it. And the other, you know, that kind of product is universal. Everybody's got to wear socks or they guess they don't have to, but they do. So that's a good product. I'm going to just throw again, you prompted me to think of, so I've been buying lately. I've always bought a lot of socks. The, uh, I've gone to the Pendleton outlet stores and they have like national park socks with different colors from different national parks. 
I love those, but I just noticed that I guess I've had those. I have the first ones I bought were probably a couple of years ago. They're starting to wear out. So, and I, I don't wear the same pair of socks over and over and over. I got a lot. So, um, anyway, they're, they're really cool. Pendleton has some really nice designs, at least those that I like. The other thing I'll mention that I'm so glad that came to mind with you mentioning Bombas is my son, I don't know if he'd love me saying this, but anyway, he has pretty large feet. There is a store in Portland that is pretty much the national place to buy large size shoes and socks in the United States. And I think it's probably based here because of, you know, Nike and all the athletes come here. Um, but it's called Oddball and it's over in Northwest and, but they're also online at oddball.com. And I've been buying, um, well, I started buying my son's shoes there long ago. I think probably about 10 years ago. Uh, pretty large sizes that you can't find anywhere else. We were relegated to really ugly, like old man, 80, 80 year old shoes for my son. And then now you can get anything. So the good thing is that I used to buy him shoes. That was my, standard gift for years because he needed them and with believe it or not with that size feet you go through shoes way faster than i do um but he's now buying them himself and i love to see that when i show up and he's got the latest things but they also have large side socks too which is why i'm mentioning that if you if you have someone with you know the regular size socks that you and i wear do not necessarily fit on no people with size 14 and over no no, no. i'm I'm, I'm a size 12 and i can't imagine the socks i wearing that i wear working for anybody larger than a size 12 so yeah, so so oddball.com is a Portland company and it's really wonderful. They're great people in there. Every time I go in, they're just really nice. Uh I even I recall once I went in, I had ordered some sh- uh yeah, no, I I just went in. Uh I hadn't ordered them online and I was looking around, bought some shoes for my son, go and reach for my credit card, it's not there. And they said, go ahead, take them. Just call us with your credit card number. I couldn't find my credit card. So not that they'll do that for everybody, but I guess they had recognized me. And I'd been there and they'd been there enough where they probably thought I was going to be good for it. So so they're cool. Oddball. Are you up next or did I interject? No, I've I've got, I think you're up with, uh, because I only have one left. Okay, I got two, so I'll do this one. And the other one I think people may or may not be familiar with, but no, I found that when I mentioned it to people, I even had a guy who was pretty big in the video industry and tech industry in uh, to film a little something in my house the other day, and he hadn't heard of these or didn't wasn't aware. Hue lights are unbelievable if you you know the nice thing is you can start small because they're not inexpensive so they either have the white bulbs that don't aren't colored or they have the colored ones which you can make any color you want so you just replace they have way beyond just regular light bulbs for lamps they got everything they got the strips they have that just really cool things but um you control it all from an app and so I can make all my lights in my house now any color I want. And I, it's not just a novelty. Sometimes you're watching TV and you want to put the movie mode on. And they all go down really low. And so um, I started with two that Renee got me a few years ago. And I didn't know what they were. Two white ones. And I learned about them. And now I think I've got 
18 in my house and you can control them from anywhere in the world. So if you're, it's a secure, it's kind of a security system because you can put them on timers or just anytime go, Hey, I think I'll make it look like I'm in my house and turn the lights on and off. And, um, I just, I just love them and I can't imagine not having them, but uh, are you familiar, Court? I'll ask that question after 15 minutes of talking about it. Yeah, no, I, I am familiar. You've been an evangelist for uh, – you're ev- the evangelist Angelus for, uh, mm-hmm. for the Hugh Lipo for some time. And to your point, I mean, I think a lot of people are moving into a world where they're trying to make their homes more smart, like automate their, their house lighting a little bit. And so I've, I've done it with – um, like smart plugs and whatnot. So lights turn on automatically through the house, but I have no control over dimming or what colors they might be. So it sounds like if this is the, the way you're going, a hue light would, would cover all your bases because you can turn them on, oh. you can turn them off, you can change their colors, you can dim them. Well, you can now hook them up to your TVs yeah. or your stereo system so that it's like a disco. That's cool. it, it'll change the lights. Then also um, they have other apps that are not OEM apps. So I can make one of the, like the light I have in my bathroom um, into like a, uh, a fire, like, uh, you know, that, it's kind of flashing like there's a like there's a big bonfire going or whatever. I, every morning, the little thing over my coffee, I I, I choose. Uh, you you can take actual pictures that you have and make those your scenes. So a picture may have some blue and some red in it, and I will say Volkswagen bus because that's my friend Gary's Volkswagen bus, and my the thing over my coffee. Uh, where I make my coffee turns into look like his books, the colors of his, of that picture. It's pretty cool. So you don't know until you really get into it. It's like the tidbit, same thing. You don't really know until you start using it, but I just, I just swear by them and I love them and they have all sorts of different lights too. It's not just light bulbs. So uh, you'll see them at Best Buy. Just go look at them. They're, you know, nowadays with supply chains, you go in there and they're low, but you can certainly see them all if you Google Philips Hue lights and go online and then you can buy them through Best Buy or Amazon or anywhere. So um, they're pretty cool. Very nice. All right, so Chris, my last gift uh, uh, idea is very self-serving, and I don't even know how much of a gift this is, but it is the holiday season, and it's, uh, like I said, it's a little self-promoting. So every two years, my daughter's dance studio puts on a full production of the Nutcracker. And I know for a lot of people, going to the Nutcracker around the holidays has become a uh, holiday, you know, thing that they do uh the oregon ballet company does does an annual nutcracker anyway so next weekend the second and third of december um my daughter's dance studio fired up dance academy is doing their nutcracker um three shows and it's at the sylvan um the the uh oregon community college college sylvan campus at their theater there um i'm performing with them i'm gonna be i'm gonna be in the nutcracker with them and so oh, now I have to go back and listen and say, what day was it that? It was the second and the third. There's three shows. I don't know how many, you know, how many tickets are available, but, um, you could, if you Google search fired up dance Academy or the easiest thing to do, because this, this is the example I was giving you with, cause there's not an easy way to purchase the tickets. 
If you look them up on Instagram or Facebook, Fired Up Dance Academy, there'll be links to buy tickets. And there's like three different options in there of, of shows you can go. But like my daughter's performing. She's got three different roles. And then at one point, you'll actually see me performing in drag at the at the Nutcracker because I, I will be playing a lady. In drag. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's almost worth going to. I got a wedding on the mm. third. But we'll figure it out. So also, if someone sees you... They should scream from the audience. I heard this on right at the floor. Oh, that'd be great. That that would be, that'd be, that'd be <laughs> a perfect thing for somebody to do in the theater. <laughs> yeah. No. So that's uh, similar. That's not. It's not screaming fire in a theater, no. but it's. But here's here's uh, what I'll do to make it easier. If anybody chooses to do this, I will find the direct link for tickets and I will put it in the show notes. So if people decide that they want to check it out, they can go look at tickets that way. All right, cool. I think we're going to post links, but honestly, you could just Google everything sure. that we said. Yeah. I don't. I think we're beyond that in in the world where people need links, but I guess they do. Um, so, uh, all right, last one. So I mentioned that I'm into watches, and so I had started to be into them when I was a kid. My mom took me to Switzerland. I was so interested in the mechanics of a chronograph. So we went there, and I ended up with a. I'm not going to tell this story. Oh, my God. Uh, but I'm happy to if I'm sitting over. Uh, if someone wants to be bored to tears, I can tell them the story of my Bulova Chronograph C. That's kind of the start of it. But at any rate, back when I got divorced in the late 90s, I um, found myself at home with my kids and able to really go anywhere. And that's when eBay started. So I started looking around at... Angelus watches, which was kind of the Rolex of their day in the 40s. And I bought like four or five of these old, you know, at the time, 60-year-old watches and uh, sat on them. And I learned very quickly that I didn't wasn't really into the vintage watch thing because I was putting the watchmaker th- kids through college instead of mine. They were very expensive. So cut to pandemic. And I lived with a couple of watches that I had over the last 15 years, two Oris watches that I really liked a lot, and I still do. Pandemic happens, and oh my God, I see one watch somewhere, click on it, and then I'm inundated with ads for watches for the forever. And so, lo and behold, I got kind of back into it. Well, I was able to sell a couple of those Angelus watches to fund this little habit that I seem to have now. And I got quite a few. Um, and they're really nice and, uh, I really enjoy it. I wake up in the morning and decide which, what I'm going to put on. That's great. But, um, there are various sources. I, sometimes there are some really cool Facebook groups and you learn how to do trust, trustworthy purchasing and selling. So I bought a few through Facebook. I've bought a through few through eBay for sure and sold a few for a friend of mine, a dear friend. Uh, some very valuable watches through eBay through their authentication program. So I recommend that. That's the safest way to go because there's a lot of, a lot of shit going on out there. And so long story short, um, I, if you're looking for a gift for somebody and you don't know, but in terms of pricing, I would say Joma Shop is a really good place to go. Uh, other than like eBay, but I think Joma Shop is even better. They sell on what's called the gray market. So you're not buying from an authorized dealer. And I don't know if you should buy a Rolex there. I'm not a Rolex person, but they have them. 
But, you know, Seiko's and Tissot's and some mid-range watches, Mito's, uh, maybe uh, an Omega. Um, they have really good deals there, and they don't offer the original warranties, but they do offer some warranties, and you get them brand new. So I don't endorse them. I'm not going to endorse them. I'm just saying if people are looking for a watch, um, that's not a ba- bad place to go. And there's one other watch company. Now I found myself watching these YouTube videos on watches. There's a guy, uh, Teddy Baldassar, that, uh, Baldassare, Baldassar, I don't know how to pronounce it, who, uh, has a pretty robust website and he does really, really good videos, uh, explaining watches and how they work and what some of the better ones are. He sells them. So that's, that's, uh, there. So, um, but in watching some of these videos, I mean, I'm watching people in France and, uh, in Scotland and I saw, if anybody's got kids, there's a company called Block Watch, B-L-O-K. And uh, they're really neat watches for kids who are addicted to screens. And if you want to get them involved with time uh, in an analog way, and what they do is on the bezels, you know, on the bezels and dive watches, they have all the markings for the different times and usually there's a 15 minute 15 to 20 minute time that's a safe time for being down on a dive well this has different um uh increments five ten minutes 15 minutes and i think an hour or something and therefore when you say to your kid you need to be done with this in 10 minutes they can turn the bezel to that spot and you know, now know what 10 minutes looks like instead of just telling them 10 minutes and hoping that happens. You've got, you use the bezel. It's like a, you know, they call them tool watches and this is a tool watch for kids. Something I thought was really cool. You don't see a lot of novelties in the watch world that are affordable. Right. And these are so, and a lot of different colors they have B L O K. I have nothing to do with these people. I've just seen them. I'm not buying them for anybody. Uh, I recommended them to, um, to my girlfriend for her granddaughters. I don't know whether she's gone down that road or not, but anyway, that's, that's that. And, uh, I do enjoy the, the, the watch hobby. I wish I, I wish I didn't, but I'll tell you this. Last thing, as I said, I funded a lot of my last two or three years purchases through the selling. They they went up dramatically from when I got them two years ago, those Angelus watches. I sold a few. But regardless of whatever I spend on a watch here and there, which I beat myself up over, and I've never spent that much on a watch, my son's into it. And Court, I think as a parent, you will appreciate this. He's, we text every day. We send pictures of watches that we like back and forth. And when we're together, we're comparing watches. That is priceless and timeless yeah. too. So that to me, that, that little hobby that I probably might have given up, but now that he's into it and I'm just looking at a watch right now that I got him for Christmas. Um, it's pretty cool. I love it. So, wow, that's a wrap up. That's pr- I. I would bet we maybe have two people listening at this point. Yeah. I, I would. I would suspect more, but you know, who knows? <laughs> well, maybe when I went into the lung, it, it was either the Portland Food Adventures or the watch thing that we might have lost people. But I don't know. I hope you're interested in yeah, no, no, I, to listen. Yep. No, I'm. I'm, I'm learning lots. So. 
Um, and I don't know if the the black watches. I don't know. Your kids are too old for that. I don't. I, they're cool. Sure. You don't necessarily need it for. You need to take a, a. You know. You need to brush your teeth in fifteen minutes. But well, I think that's important that's though cool because concept. because kids my age or kids my uh, daughter's age like they learn how to read clocks and watches in school, but there's no practical application of that. Like nobody has face watches for them to to do it. And like even me, right. every now and then because I, I wear a, an Apple Watch, I'll switch it to a traditional face. And I have to sit there and stare at it and remind myself how to tell time on it because I've gotten so out of practice. Whereas somebody like you, who is wearing one every day, it's just, you know, super quick. So I think it's important. You literally need to remind what it looks like at three o'clock. Well, what what I I end up doing is I go with like the the designs that don't have all the numbers on them. So it's not not staring at me in the face. And so I have to sit there and, and... do a quick it takes me a little bit longer than it should if if i see the numbers i'm good chris but <laughs> but it but it, it it is out of practice but then again you, you go to like a teenager today and have them tell you the time looking at a face watch uh you know they, they'll probably have to google search it to figure out what they're looking at in, in some cases well they'd have to google search it to see why they need yeah. that because they're just used to looking you know i for years I'd, i don't think i wore a watch for a a good number of years thinking I got it on my yep. phone. I wasn't into it as much. And now I'm into the mechanics and the beauty of them and the faces. And there's these Facebook groups where they post the watch of the day and then they'll go and do what's FSOT things for sale or trade. Yep. And you go down there and you look at 300 watches with prices that people are trying to sell. And then you see some really, really cool ones. All right. That's only for the people who might be interested right. in that sort of thing, and they probably already know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway. All right. All right. Well, listen. This was really fun. Yeah. I think. What do you What do you want for Christmas, Court? Oh, I I don't even have a a list this year. Last Last year, my my gift the the thing I wanted was actually my Apple Watch, and I got it. And so I, I'm I'm good. Probably just some Bomba socks. I think I'm good. There you yeah. go. All right. Um, I don't have a big list either. I think I've, I feel like I have most everything I need. I have a, a bountiful life, right. and there's nothing, as I said, need versus want. Right. And I don't want my loved ones spending a lot of money on stuff. stuff. Yep. So um, I did ask for a specific watch band for a oh, watch that go. I just got. Go. That, that was about as much as, as far as I went. So nice. um, at any rate, all right, man. Thank you so much uh, for coming up with your list, and uh, thanks to our listeners for listening. And I truly, from my heart, I hope that somebody might have found something that triggered them to go look and uh, maybe get something that they didn't know of for a loved one. Yeah, there we go. Or a hated one, whatever. Sure. Anybody to get them back into favor. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. Right